Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim in the name of Allah most gracious most merciful How to be a great leader Mind Tools Expert Voices by Jonathan Hancock Imagine this you're driving for work late one evening when your car breaks down on a lonely road. You call the office for advice and it's your boss who picks up the phone. What happens next? A lesson in leadership. I was in that exact situation about 30 years ago shortly after starting my first real job. I'd been sent out in an unfamiliar company car and for some reason I hadn't spotted that it was nearly out of gas. By the time it finally spluttered to a halt, I was on a deserted country road. Night was falling and there was no one around to help. When my phone call was answered and it was the manager of my team, a senior leader in the whole organization, my heart sank for a moment. But instead of tearing into me, pointing out how stupid I'd been, or even just handing me off to someone else, John chuckled, told me not to worry, and asked how he could help. A few minutes later, He'd arranged for a local garage to come and refuel the car as soon as they could. And to save me waiting, he'd set off on his motorbike to bring me home. Leadership that last. I learned a lot about John's leadership that night. Over the next few years, he further established himself as a great leader in my eyes by what he did, but also by the sort of person he was. And when I listened to our latest Expert Voices podcast this week, I recognized in John's personal attributes many of the leadership traits mentioned by our guest. The kinds of things that make you remember someone's leadership three decades on. Lessons from Expert Voices Mind Tools Expert Voices is the podcast series where we delve into our 200 plus expert interviews to explore a particular question or theme. In episode 4, How to Be a Great Leader, my colleague Rachel Salaman gets insights and ideas from experts including Francis Frey, Ashley Goodall, and Fred Keel. They tell her what's special about the best leaders and how we can be more like them. In this snippet from the latest Expert Voices episode, our guest highlights some of the key leadership traits needed in today's workplace. Well, let's read. 
a servant leader. In my moment of need, John helped. He did that by listening properly to what my problem was, talking to me about what he could do, and then doing it. It didn't matter that he was way above me in the company hierarchy or that he had a hugely challenging and time-consuming job. When my call came in, I was his priority. Leadership Professor Sin 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 Sinjaya Sinjaya calls this servant leadership. It takes humility, the willingness to admit to your own mistakes, and the commitment to support your people to do their best. It's not being inferior, but it's also not being superior. Sin tells Rachel in the podcast, servant leaders know their own strengths and weaknesses, so they can also help others to understand theirs. Leading by example. John, after deferred to people who were better at something than him, he gave us all appropriate opportunities to grow and was happy for us to shine. But he was also very good at the core aspects of his job, executive co- uh, coach, executive coach actually Godall highlights this as a key leadership trait. You're following them because they're really good at something that you care about, he says of great leaders. That removes a little bit of your doubt about the future, a little bit of your uncertainty. A key part of John's leadership power was his consistency. Another trait mentioned by many of our podcast guests was always calm in a crisis and his down-to-earth approach to decision-making meant that we all understood his thinking. We knew where we stood with him, whether it was a minor matter or something that would affect the whole business. In the words of leadership consultant Kate uh, Sweetman, during some turbulent times, he was one of those rocks you wished you had. He wasn't a pushover, though. He made tough calls when he had to, and held us all accountable in our roles. But he did so in a relentlessly positive way, what Susan Scott calls holding people able. He set us high targets, believed that we could achieve them, and his confidence rubbed off. What's more, he modeled accountability himself. He was highly visible in his own contributions, but also disarmingly honest if he ever failed to deliver. He encouraged us to be open about our mistakes, like my failure with the fuel gauge, and to learn from them. According to influential author Fred Keel, too many leaders see that as a show of weakness uh, when it's really a sign of tremendous strength. According to influential author Fred Keel, too many leaders see that as a show of weakness when it's really a sign of tremendous strength. An authentic leader. More than anything, more than anything, John was real. He shared stories from outside work, took part in social events, and leveled with us whenever he could. Leadership coach Bruna Martinuzzi says that without authenticity or integrity, a leader has no credibility. And follow podcast guest Francis Frey from Harvard Business School says that Authenticity creates valuable trust within teams. 
you're more likely to trust me if you get a sense that I'm really in it for you and for the broader group. That was certainly true with John. We weren't friends with him even if we'd been rescued on his motorbike. He was still our boss, but we all saw his empathic, empathic and supportive behavior in action. It brought us together as a team, firmly behind him as our leader. Put your leadership to the test. I've known other great leaders since John and some not so great ones. When I think about the best of the bunch, the same defining characteristics keep coming up. Humility, consistency, accountability, authenticity. And perhaps more than anything, the willingness to listen to someone in their moment of need and the, and the instinct to offer the right kind of help. So Rachel's podcast guest chime so Rachel's podcast guest chime with my own experiences. They've also given me ways to lift my own leadership skills. I recommend you have a listen to to better understand the people who lead you and maybe raise your own game. But if you do want but if you do want to impress me as a leader, you'll always have to pass my motor bike test. If I phoned you after hours from a dark roadside, how would you respond? Listen to the latest episode of Mind Tools Expert Voices. Mind Tools club members and corporate licenses can listen to the full Expert Voices podcast now. If you are not a Mind Tools member, you can join the Mind Tools club and gain access to 2,400 plus resources, including a range of audio features. For corporate licensing, ask for a demo with one of our team. What makes a great leader? Have your say. What makes a great leader? Have your say. Which personal characteristics are crucial crucial for leaders? What is it about the best leaders that makes people want to follow them? Please share your experiences, insights, and tips below. Alhamdulillah. Praise be to Allah. Well, let's go to some of the one of the comments here by one of them. He said, I believe that quality and effective leadership over time is strongly influenced by personality. That is the quality of social, moral, emotional, spiritual and cultural capital that an individual brings to their position. When each of these is above average, such a person will be able to relate well with employees at all levels of the organization and will be able to function well in any situation. Personality in such a form is more effective than qualifications and any other variable. Previous experiences in similar positions do not always serve to enhance these personality dimensions. In fact, evaluations of leaders and managers would be better served slash more effective if they prove more deeply into these personality dimensions. This is said by Russell John uh, Foote, who wrote that. The other comment by Sonia Harris wrote, who wrote, Well stated, Russell, I agree with you that personality can be more effective than qualifications. You can train someone who lacks experience, but you cannot give them character or personality. I had never considered breaking down what makes, us, what makes someone's personality. And these five areas you've shared bring dimension. Thank you. Uh, Alhamdulillah, praise be to Allah. This is the end of this article. Alhamdulillah.